Hi, I'm Frances Robertson Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. Now I know I'm biased, but this is one of my favourite episodes. It is just full of so much useful information about our yoga practice and the body and how we can support ourselves in our yoga practice. Hannah is um, a very experienced yoga teacher and runs the yoga teacher training with Yoga Reloaded, which is a modern science-based approach to yoga. And I'm very excited to be talking to her today. We talk about what stretching is, the difference between flexibility, mobility, why strengthening the body is so useful for us and really just explaining how you can take control of your practice for a stronger, healthier, happier body. Hi Hannah, thanks for joining me. You're welcome. Good morning. We're just talking about how you've um, sacrificed your lion this morning, camping out (laughs) (laughs) to join me. So thank you, I really appreciate it. So I was just going to start by saying um, a little bit about how we met, which um, I'm so grateful for. Um, You're one of my teachers um, and I did my training with you, my second training, your yoga reloaded training. Um, And I came across you a couple of years into my teaching career um, on Instagram, the power of the gram. And just was really refreshed by your approach, especially uh, to social media. You're very honest, aren't you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, I was really pleased to see that you were actually so close and ended up coming up to one of your classes in Ashford. And it was really refreshing your style of teaching, very different to anything that I had done before. But um, it was almost exactly what I'd been looking for because I'd really started to question some of the training that I'd been given, I did the vinyasa flow training. And so um, having taught that to people, real people in classes for two years, I was starting to really wonder whether um, a lot of the stuff was actually relevant to us normal people, you know? One of the things that I found when I started teaching was just the wide array of different challenges that people come to class with you know, physical challenges. Yeah. And the last thing that any teacher wants to do is to, um, you know, to harm their students in any way. That's not why we do yoga, is it? You know, that we, we do yoga to try and help people and um, help them in their bodies. So it was really, I was at this point where I was kind of like really confused and worried that maybe some of the stuff that I was teaching wasn't necessarily, you know, right for people. So, I was just tell us a bit about your approach because I think for most people they don't necessarily recognize some of the stuff that I teach now you know it's not classical traditional yoga yeah no well I think when you when you do a teach training um particularly vinyasa style or something like that you're, you're taught to teach certain sequences and certain shapes and you know that the, the I, I'm I'm purely going to come at this from a physical perspective. I know there's a lot of philosophy and a lot of the other stuff that goes with it, but let's let's talk purely asana. Yeah. And then you're almost taught to fit the bodies within that. And if someone's knee doesn't do that or someone's hip doesn't do that, you sort of stand back and 
um, an approach is to assist, is to push and manipulate, which we're not qualified to do at all as, as yoga teachers. And we're going to hurt them, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, if we're doing that. And it doesn't step back and maybe consider that we're all very different and we all move very differently. And um, and so, like, if you look at how yoga has evolved over years and years and years, you know, Asana had to come in to prepare our bodies for meditation basically yeah. and now I think we're at a point where we need to prepare our bodies for asana yeah. so I'm not going to sit here and say that it's bad um you know but we are unprepared for it we yeah. we are far too sedentary we don't move like human beings are designed to move um and so to put ourselves in like extreme contortionist shapes we're not ready for so I'd felt that way for quite a long time I felt that passive methods didn't fit well in my body I felt that this idea of pulling on a leg or you know pulling to stretch your hamstring it hurt um and I persisted for many years and got many injuries because um I was just going to the edges all the time I was pushing my body and it, it didn't translate it didn't make me feel good yeah um, and and so I'd, I'd do things like I'd hold things very actively because it actually didn't hurt as much and then it kind of I always questioned and I always adapted things for people anyway. And then it sort of led me down a path of um, maybe looking for other people, other teachers who had felt like this. And I was very fortunate to find Yoga Detour, who mm -hmm. is one of my teachers now, um, on the, the gram. We've got a lot to blame the gram for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just this, this um, environment or this uh, community where it's very open and you could question things without being shamed for questioning the the old stuff um, and then she taught a lot of the FRC method functional range conditioning method which is a brilliantly packaged method um, mm -hmm. so I explain what it is for yeah yeah definitely yeah. because I think yeah. um, that that was one of the things that occurred to me is that I think most people if especially if you're not like us geekily on instagram like yeah. following this stuff um have never heard of this uh functional range conditioning uh, mm. and um and maybe they wonder why you know i come into class and start sort of saying move like this and don't move just move the wrist and don't move the forearm and you know where does that stuff come from yeah so it's a joint mobility or it's a mobility program uh or sort of like it's a whole system really and the frc certification is the very very first one so when mm -hmm. you become a mobility specialist it's like the very first thing before it all branches off into lots of different directions and you can go down the uh like i know a lot of osteopaths that can train the sort of treatment route in there so that they uh, go down to the very high end you know of people who are very qualified for this yeah. and then you've got the the class-based things that are things like kin stretch where you get to put it all together in a class and actually i'm about to do the um, fra the assessment one where you can actually help people to come up with programs movement programs that will help them with their joints so it's, it's really interesting um, and yeah and, and i think the most um recognized thing from it are, are the joint rotations of the cars and you know like frc don't own these you know yeah. but they it, it what i like is that it's completely backed by science so you you could absolutely move a wrist around like this which is going to be brilliant oh, i'm not in the shot it's weird it's all back um, and, and 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 you're also moving the elbow joint and you're also moving the shoulder joint and there's nothing wrong with that it's brilliant and movement is expressive and it should be wonderful but when you 
isolate just the movement of the wrist. Yeah. And when you, um, everything else is perfectly still and engaged, so that it means that you are creating, um, it, it will activating like the neuro, the motor neurons in the arm. So there's a lot more information being fed back to uh, your brain, your mm -hmm. system. And then when you're just um, moving the wrist joint, let's say in isolation, and you're going to the absolute extreme edges of the range, you are getting all of the stuff at the very outer edge of the joint capsule, which is where yeah. it's the weakest. So the more we move into that, we feed more information and it becomes stronger and we create new motor programs. So basically the better things work in isolation, the better they'll work in integration when you do. Because I think and, there's, um, there's a place for the doing it all together as well, isn't there? It's like, I think there's there's a place for everything. There's a place for both and um, yeah. good to do but it. I, yeah, I, I, you absolutely should. Yeah, actually, you should do it all. And I think it's sort of like, um, I went through a phase where I got very obsessed with this stuff at first, where all we did was, you know, oh, let's mm. let's isolate, isolate. And, and and you do get to a point where actually all my joints are good now. You know, I've, I've worked on them for years. I work on them and they're strong and they're good. And now we can start integrating it into the fun stuff. Because it's almost like if you if you don't do this, like um, I always use the hips as an example. In yoga, everything's externally rotated. You know, we sit cross-legged, badakanasana, all the standing poses, externally rotated. So, so we create a passive capacity in that externally rotated position. And we work very little on internal rotation or even extension. Or we find that when we're working hip extension, when the leg goes back in a back bend like cobra or something like that, we're actually just, just working the movement from the lower back and not from the yeah. hip itself. And it just, I think it gives you much, much deeper insight into what's happening in your body. Yeah. Um, and then when I sort of delved into this stuff and found that FRC delivered a really good package of it, other teachers, other um, scientists, movement people, whatever, were coming to the same conclusions. Yeah. So like the, the research is there that backs this stuff up. And yeah. um, you can generally say that all these people are in agreement with each other, that this is a good thing yeah. to do for your body it's nice to have that um as a teacher i think it's nice to have that kind of um scientific backing uh, that was what i felt was lacking from um maybe my initial teacher training which i loved and you know has still got a massive place in my teaching style but um i i didn't feel like i could genuinely um authentically back it up when i speak to people about it and understand like how this these things are helping you know, and not hindering. <laughs> because we're, we're told some quite amazing claims about what asanas can do. Yes, yeah. You know? I actually really hate that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, it, and it's when um, you get like, um, you know, uh, this is good for lower back. This yeah. will help, you know, this will, uh, this is going to sort out your lower back pain, this sequence of yoga. And I just think, oh my God, really? Yeah. Are you it, for some people it might. And yeah, it would be yeah. wonderful. But it doesn't, it doesn't tell you why it could do no. that, you know, and, um, and, and, and I think when, when this stuff was written or whatever, you know, they didn't have the means to be able to back this stuff up. And yeah. a lot of people take this blind, blindly. They're just like, yep, yeah, that's, that's what it does. So you do this warrior too, and you'll have no digestive issues ever. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and all these amazing things. And it's just like, it, it's okay. We're not being um bad people for questioning this stuff no for going, well, how? yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact we're doing more of a service to our students if we do start definitely and there's still 
a phenomenal amount that I don't know. You yeah. know, and that will always be the case. You know, I, I, I don't know more than I do know for sure. <laughs> you know, and we should well, be... say that that's kind of the wiser you get, um, the more you realise how very little that you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly, exactly. Um, I think that's a really um, good place to be um, as a teacher, you know, to just constantly be um, searching and questioning and asking. Um, I mean, I, I think uh, I'm just a bit of a, um, a curious person as well. I always have to know the why behind why we're doing stuff. Otherwise, I just I think, why, we, why am I doing this? You know, yeah. and I, I think that people in class must think that sometimes. So, you know, you go to a yoga class in the gym and you throw some stuff at them and they must be thinking, why am I doing this again? You know, yeah. is this an exercise? Is this, what is it? <laughs> what is it all about? It's, and, and there's an art, isn't there, between not lecturing, you know, mm. in the class. And, and I could spend a day going on about the wrist, you know, <laughs> and I'm really boring people. And actually, <laughs> so it's like, it's feeding in enough of the whys without it yeah. being overwhelming, without it being boring, still yeah. moving, still doing yoga, but also, so that they come away going, oh, I totally understood why we did that today. That makes well, sense. That's what we hope, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's uh, I think that's that's the intention. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm interested just quickly to um, to ask you because I have to say I always get this a bit confused, right? So, what is the difference between um, mobility and flexibility? Yeah, it's it, it's thrown around there. There's there's another one as well. There's mobilizing. So we can, we can add all three in. So flexibility is, is both, it's your range of motion that you, your passive range of motion. So um, I always use a leg stretch as an example. If you're lying on your back and you hold your toe, if you're lucky, some of us can hold our toe. We take a step around the Yeah. <laughs> Pull the leg in towards you. How far that leg goes, that's your flexibility. And for, for most people, if you were to let go of the toe or the strap, you'd lose a little bit of range yeah and and so your flexibility is that passive range that you can push into and there's a um there's value in flexibility absolutely for sure um but i would argue that the bit that you suddenly lose you draw the leg so far it pings away from you that little deficit in that range there you don't own that range but where you can take your leg to without the strap that's your mobility that's your usable range of motion your active range Right. Yeah. 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 So, so that's active. Yeah. So when mobility classes and stuff are advertised, what they're really advertising or what they're really teaching is perhaps flexibility and perhaps mobilizing, mobilizing. <laughs> which is moving, moving, moving stuff around, but yeah. expanding that usable range of motion, the, the, the active stuff, that's hard work. Yeah. That's the stuff that is. And that is beneficial because it makes you stronger in that range. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and the joint. Uh, yeah, the, the whole joint, you know, everything that creates that movement, obviously it initiates at the joint, but there's a lot of other stuff responsible for it. So if, you know, life is unpredictable and things happen that we don't want them to. And, you know, if you prepare your ankle um, in to have strong range in all the ranges of motion and you do slip off something and you twist your ankle, if it's got that capacity in the joint there, um, it's not going to damage as much as easily. So yeah. I would say if, if you to me at the moment where I am, mobility is more important than flexibility but you can't get mobility without flexibility so it's yeah. kind of you've got to work yeah. on, on you the need a bit of both and what um what is what are the benefits then of stretching everyone's everyone loves a stretch don't they 
Why yeah. do people love stretching so much? And oh, is it any good for them? <laughs> it's not bad for you. That's, that's we could. Oh my god, we could go on for a long time about stretching. But I think one of the, one of the, one of the things is that was important to me is how do you define stretching? Like, if you were to describe what is stretching, and yeah. I, yeah, if you just ask your class, you will get mixed bags of answers from yeah. lengthening the muscle from, uh, I don't know, I, I can't even remember some of the ones that people say to me. So if we define what stretching is, um, and, you know, thanks to amazing teachers like Jules Mitchell, I use the definition of it's tensile um, force. It's a, you're pulling one yeah. end against the other. Okay, yeah. so, so you're essentially stressing the tissues in a lengthened state. Um, and there are, because, because stretching itself doesn't cause any like fascicle length change in the tissue, it doesn't do anything mm -hmm. um, other than in some people feel lovely. Yes. Yeah? In, yeah. In, in some people it feels horrible. Um, so I would say that the benefits to stretching itself is a little bit like the benefits to foam rolling. Do you like it? Does it feel good? Carry on. Yes. Yeah. If you want to get some severe mobility gains, you need to do active work. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't want to say I don't want to say stretching is bad because it's not. But a lot of people have this idea that when you stretch, you have to push and push and push and push and push to limits. But if you do something like yin, which is quite passive, um, you don't push to that. You you stay within that sort of yeah. forty percent sensation and I've been to some awful yin teachers who push and push and push, and it's just this horrible experience for your nervous system where your body ends up gripping and resisting. Um, and then Emma, who I work with with Yoga Reloaded, she's yeah. a brilliant yin teacher, you know, and she respects that and understands how tissues respond and adapt. So, yeah, yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think it's something. Yeah, I could literally talk to you about for hours. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we could. We could I think it's it, definitely uh, the word stretch comes up so often with them. Um, in feedback from students, I always ask people like, "What do you love about yoga? What's what is it? What is it that you like?" Because I'm trying to understand myself, like, mm. and it's like stretching, and and it's so interesting. Like, what is it about that? Is, I wonder if there's something almost psychological about um, the idea of stretching and that feeling that it kind of is kind of comforting in some way for some people not for everyone because like you say for yeah. me actually like hamstring stretches are painful you know yeah. I've got tight hamstrings so exactly yeah. and I think that's the the demographic that is attracted to yoga are the people that can stretch and, yeah. I, and I think that's the thing to remember is like this is why a lot of people are put off by yoga because um they they did some tests and I can't remember the figures off the top of my head but where like some uh, like hypermobility more people with hypermobility will be attracted and come to yoga because they yeah. can do it. so you tend to see people and they they love that sensation because um there's a perceived sensation of tightness within the mm. muscles of, if you're hypermobile because um the muscles are trying to stabilize and do the work of the joints so, mm. so your thing that you think will bring relief to that is to stretch to lengthen it out, but it actually doesn't have a, a long-term effect. It doesn't necessarily change things. So, mm. and I think there's that element of if you are a desk dweller, you know, and, and you feel that you're hunched up, you think, oh, I need to counteract that by stretching and, you know, doing yeah. this opposite Shoulders thing. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
got to lengthen because otherwise I'm going to end up like this all day long and and stuff. But um, it's you know that when when we're stretching, we're dealing with the, the muscles that say the muscles, tendons, and stuff, um, and the muscles are the nervous system. Yeah. So we are, that sensation that we put through the muscles is being fed into the nervous system. But yeah. interestingly, we're going to go on, aren't we? I'll try yeah. <laughs> A muscle's job is to contract. Yeah. So when we're when we're kind of stretching it, we're kind of doing the opposite of what it wants to do. But that, I mean, this is like one level, one lens that we're looking through. There's yeah. lots one lenses. idea. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if you bring it back to nervous system. Yeah. And and yoga. Um, and I think nervous system is such a huge part of yoga. Uh, for me, my understanding of it, it's like if you, for you in your nervous system, you're reacting positively to something in yoga, then it's probably right for you. You know, so it's like if you find it, the stretch relaxing and that's what it does for you, then that's great. And and if you're not someone who finds the stretch relaxing, then don't go so deep. You know, it's just listen to your yeah. your nervous system. But there's also there's also a thing that if you've got, you know, there's quite a lot of conditions based around the nervous system. Um, and I think that's a sign of our sedentary modern lifestyle as well. I am no doctor. Trust yeah. me. I'm just making some some educated guesses here. But like fibromyalgia and stuff like that. I think there's a massive link to um, we're, we're hunter gatherers. We're meant to be consistently on the move and doing stuff and clambering and climbing and you know all of this and that's um, our nervous system spent millions of years um creating that and in the last few hundred yeah. we, we yeah. just sit and we and we don't use that very primal part of ourselves and so our frustrated little nervous system is you know and and, and pain science is a gigantic subject as well but it, it, it gets frustrated it needs that movement and so our um you know our pain sensitivity is maybe a little heightened so mm -hmm. it's a fine line of absolutely yes do the stuff that feels good for sure but if you want to make the changes you have to find that right balance of being able to desensitize it rather than oversensitize it again and mm -hmm. feed that right amount of it and actually that's really useful with strength-based work yes so yeah and th there's a very big difference as well between um I think this is interesting when you're doing the strength stuff, especially um, there's a very big difference between things being hard. Things aren't yeah. always easy, but we don't push into pain. So it's like knowing, OK, yeah, this isn't pleasant necessarily yeah. because I am working yeah, um, and it's hard and there's resistance. But um, it's and then stopping when it's painful. So there's that difference there. And, I, and I, again, like there's so many types of pain like I we always joke in our class about cramp you know yeah. cramp is not a bad pain you might not like it don't get me wrong but but cramp means some work's going on there cramp is yeah. cramp is your um when, when you get cramp in a class and I, I imagine your students get cramp quite a lot <laughs> in their classes it's because I'm like great you've got you know yay cramp <laughs> yeah your, your nervous system is it 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 it's got to arrange or a place where it doesn't know how to deal with it. So it fires all of those little, uh, you know, uh, nerves in the muscle cells. Yeah. Oh, they're all going to fire. So it's like, okay, that's a place that we need to write some new motor programs and get that working a little bit better. So actually, don't don't fear the cramp. Cramp yeah. is good. And, cramp and is okay. yeah, yeah. I like the way that you described it as neurological confusion. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Your yeah. body's just confused. It's like, what yeah. are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. I think I stole that off Spina, Dr. Spina. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't give me that. Um, yeah, well, but, you know, but there is also that other pain that if, if you are trying to get deeper in your ranges of motion and stuff and you're trying to relax and ignore pain, that's really counterproductive. Mm. You, know, you you should be activating in those ranges and you'll find that the pain will back off a little bit because when it's new and but that's why I say if, if you want to do that stuff if you want to try, try and expand in range you get a teacher get mm-hmm. someone who knows and they can help you out and they can you know yeah help you with what pain is and if it's good or if it's bad like I, I was talking to a girl the other day who's been trying to do the splits in um four or five weeks it's not going to happen um it shouldn't that's scary um, yeah. and he's getting nerve pain you know in the calf yeah. and stuff and I'm like, that's a that's that's a warning that well, i really think that my back pain that i've had over the last eight weeks or nine weeks is from trying to do the splits which was <laughs> yeah. a good thing for me to do because there's no need for me to do the splits i don't know what i was playing at yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, so many people have asked me about this. I'm almost tempted to have a Facebook group for this, where we can break down the splits. Yeah. Not in six weeks, but no. just here's, here's some training that you could do over the next X amount of time, maybe a few years to yeah. build it safely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the thing is, I was doing it in a way I was relaxing into it. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm really like I'd done loads of hip work that week. And I was like, God, this is I'm going really deep here. Yeah. I'll just relax into it. And um, yeah, I, I just think that it's not a joke. You know, it, when you do hurt yourself, it's um, it's not fun. So I just, um, yeah, the splits is definitely one of the things I'm a bit wary of now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, t- I tore my hamstring by trying to put my leg behind my head. So, you know, <laughs> why? Because my teacher said it was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't my, teacher. my teacher was fantastic. He never, ever, ever made us force things like that. It was me. It was my own ego. But, well, that's it. I think that's so interesting. And maybe we should just finish on this so you can yeah. um, go and enjoy your morning. But um, <laughs> it's interesting, like, to think. And I always ask myself this question why are we doing this? Like, why was I trying to do the splits? Why do I do yoga? And I, for me, it's um, longevity. I want to do it for a long time. I get a lot of pleasure from practicing yoga and it does a lot for me. I don't want to have to stop because I injure myself. And it always makes me sad when people say, oh, I can't come to yoga because I've, because um, they've, you know, they've hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think there's got to be a practice that you can do even with you know even through this it should be this the practice of yoga hopefully should be there for you no matter what you know absolutely yeah I always unless you've broken something yeah you know come to class Mm. we will find things that you can do that are either gonna you know I'm I'm quite happy to work alongside physios when people have had stuff knee replacements and hip replacements and stuff like that with their guidelines so that that person can get to class as soon as possible knowing that they're not going to be throwing themselves around in chaturangas and handstands of course they're not but we you know that the you can break down each movement as such a simple thing each movement has such a simple beginning and it's got millions of places it can go off from that very simple beginning and everyone can do that whatever whatever they've got going on for sure It's, I it's, think that's a, a really nice yeah place to finish. So um, I think that's great. Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you. Um,
You've got your um, teacher training coming up, haven't you, that you're going to be um, starting a new round of teaching yoga teachers um, yeah. in January. We, we, yeah, coming up in January, and we, uh, we're opening applications at the end of July. So um, you've got time to consider, work out the dates, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's 10 weekends once a month, and it's over the year. So we have all the staff, um, and we do the exam in December because we want you to have time to marinate this stuff to really get good. Yeah. And it's so if you're interested in this kind of approach, this kind of teaching, and Hannah also teaches online, don't you? You've got um, yes. Facebook Live te um, classes and you teach for Liberty Wellbeing as well, don't you? Yes. And yes. as well. Uh, yeah, and Detail, yeah. So there's yeah. Lots, lots of places. <laughs> yeah. So I can drop the links for all of those in the comments of this. So if anyone's okay. interested in coming and giving it a try um, and sort of finding out a bit more about this um, kind of um, mobility-based, you know, yoga, then it's that's the place to go and look. Okay, you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes. You can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends. Really appreciate that. Look forward to seeing you next week. And if you need a few moments out for yourself, I've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast. Take care, guys. See you next time.